In January 2019, Michael Gary of College Station, Texas, turned on a camera and hasn't turned it off since. He began the Michael Gary Livestream Project, a one-year continuous livestream of every moment and every aspect of his life. Everything from hanging out with friends to sleeping to going out on the town is streamed and archived for anyone to watch. Until recently, the only things hidden were the bathroom and sex, but now, for the final quarter of the project, this too is all visible on a second stream. For this podcast, we will strive to understand the origins of this project, its evolution as the year went on, and the psychological and sociological effects it may or may not be having on Michael's friends, family, fans, and Michael himself. This is Once Upon a Time in College Station. Hi, I'm Brian. I am Simon. And today we are talking to Mrs. Gary again. This is part two of our interview. Yeah, and it starts off a little dark, ends a little dark, but we got some... There's some laughs in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because we... <laughs> but yeah, we spent a lot of time talking about the project ending and Michael's emotional state and stuff, so, you know, it's not that surprising that a lot of it kind of went in that direction. Um, but yeah, there's some good... I mean, there's... Um, some lighter topics too, talking mm-hmm. to Steven and his bro- Michael's brother Steven. And, and we talk about the positivity of the stream yeah, and the chat in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really great to be able to talk to Michael's mom. She's able to give us, she's able to illuminate a part of Michael's life and the experience of the whole live stream from yeah. a perspective that is completely unique. And yeah, uh, well, it's uh, yeah, it's nice to have like a little bit of light on things that maybe were we thought we had. You know, like, for example, Michael set, told us he went to boarding school and then we both assumed, oh, well, yeah, obviously got sent there. And then, boom, no, it's his choice. You'll hear all this, though. Yeah. And let's just, should we just go to it? Let's go to all it. All right, let's do it. Let's roll the interview. So can I ask you, do you think, obviously his, his mental state and, uh, you know, physical activities have improved immensely since the beginning of the stream. Do you think that that is because of the stream or in spite of the stream or just not related? I think he would have gotten there without the stream because it, what he really kind of did is go back to what he already knew. He was very disciplined when he went away to boarding school, which he wanted because he was kind of overwhelmed by the size of the school. And frankly, I think he was living in his brother's shadow a little bit and just needed to bust out and be him. So he pushed that. We were certainly didn't want to send our son away to boarding school. And it was kind of a big, huge dilemma of what we were going to do about that when he wanted to go. So we made him start at the high school and and life was great. He, you know, played soccer in the fall and was doing really well, but he still really wanted to go. And I think he just knew he needed that environment. Well, when he went there, he kind of took over the world there. He ran everything and he played every sport, but he also woke up early in the morning and worked out, went to the grand piano before classes started and played piano every morning. I mean, he like had this disciplined regimened life. I wasn't there, so I was certainly not orchestrating that for him. But here at, you know, 14, 15 years old, he was figuring out things that he liked in his life. And then he followed his brother to USC and joined the same fraternity as his brother and then kind of morphed back into what I think he tried to get away from in the first place, you know. And they're very close, and I loved that they were together, but they're just so different. So uh, that took him away from what I think he discovered already about himself so as he got back to what he 
likes better in his life, the live stream helped him recognize it faster, I think is what it did. Like, I think he would have found sure. his way there, but who knows how long it would have taken. So it just um, expedited the situation a little bit. It expedited it for sure. Yeah. Do you have any a quick maybe like what are Steven's thoughts about it at all? Does I mean... I, I mean, Steven just loves Michael to death and he's super supportive. And I mean, he doesn't get on a lot, which shocks me. I thought he would... Yeah. But he also works an insane amount and he's traveling all the time but i thought he would be on all the time and i'm surprised kind of that he's not but he's he's supportive of it and um the only thing is i think because his mind works differently and he's more money driven kind of you know i don't know but he's always come up with ideas of what michael could do you know why isn't he bringing it this way he could be making so much money he monetizing do this. it all that stuff. yeah monetizing right, 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 it right, his, yeah. his mind is always spinning in like right. a marketing thing for right him. i mean yeah, success sure. means different things to different people exactly. it absolutely does yeah and and some of the ideas when he brings up with michael michael's like well that's really not the intention of the stream right. that's not what my goal is for the stream so a li- he's fully supportive and slightly frustrated <laughs> I mean, that's good to have that voice, though, of somebody that's close to you and you respect and trust who's also disagreeing with you, you know? Yeah. He just sees, he sees, so he he really thought, wow, you're on the cutting edge. You're doing something unique and different here, and you could really go somewhere with that. And Michael's place where he wanted to go with it was different than where Stephen probably would have taken it. Of course. Sure. So. Right, right. <laughs> Stephen's not putting a bathroom cam up, is what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I would definitely tune that stream <laughs> off even more. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what's something about the project that's given you like the most joy? Oh, the, the chat for sure. I mean, I just, it, some, of, some of the people, a lot of the people, and just some of the conversations, they're, they're really cool. I didn't get how you could feel a connection like that to people you haven't met. And I, I really didn't grasp that it would be that depth of even f- even though I thought there would probably be some people you kind of would learn to care about. I didn't think it would be to the level it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. still surprised by how much I care. I, I still don't <laughs> get it either. Uh, honestly. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. See, that, and that that's the other thing, too. Uh, as a mom. And I'm sure both your moms will tell you this. But I mean, if you see somebody caring about your kid, then. Not only do I like them because I am enjoying chatting with them, <laughs> but I like them because they like my kid. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's just it's very warm place for me. I I love the chat. I love it. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. That actually answered my last question. Was how does it feel to share your son with the world? <laughs> kind of, we kind of. Well, uh, thankfully, it's a it's a good world. <laughs> yeah, it's a good world. It, it is. Or, or maybe Michael just brings out the best in, in so far as like, because the nature of the live stream being that it's 24 seven and stuff like means that you can't just go watch a 10 minute video, be all caught up. Right. Yeah. So, so the people that are there constantly are kind of committed and, and invest a certain amount. So that is kind of like almost a gatekeeping mechanism to keep right. people that are more negative. Cause I was so surprised that there wasn't, it wasn't full of trolls and full of people trying to like yeah. trick people and do stuff. But it, it just takes too much effort and too much time. There, there's no way to effectively do so, you know? Absolutely. And I, I think, I, I mean, I would never really watch the sleep streams, you know? I mean, why? <laughs> I, I saw on the chat the other day, I, I logged on and Michael was still awake. It was kind of late. It was like, I don't know, it was probably like 12, 1230 um, uh, where, where you guys are. Yeah. And I saw a guy logs, logs on and he goes, 
damn, he's not sleeping yet. <laughs> like, oh, that's so cute. Well, I yeah, there's definitely people that watch just for that. But I know some of the times where people have shown up or there's been, you know, more trolling going on or more. So it's been during those sleep stream times. So I think if it does happen and, you know, he can't engage or say anything back. And so maybe people feel like it's a safer time to yeah. throw comments out or I don't know. I do see when uh, when there's like trolling moments that happen during the day when there's active people, it's like taken care of like immediately and it's just oh, it's just yeah. gone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's another cool thing too. I mean, they're like Naomi, you know, she jumped in in January. Right. She was his first moderator and she's been there the whole project. And it's that's amazing. Yeah. Like that's really amazing. This person from Canada who has no reason to spend her time doing this and she's just wonderful yeah it, I, I i agree I'm, I'm totally blown away by the commitment that that some of these pe- that some of these people have um and it's all like it, it's it's crazy to me the level of of community and the level of loyalty that that michael has inspired simp- by doing nothing other than you know what I mean? Like Living not, his life. Yeah. Right. He's not doing yeah. anything specifically to garner that kind of uh, praise and, and following. But but people are just like just zealously loyal and, and um, you know, into the community. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I, I think one thing that I don't know if there's anything that will happen once he stops. I don't know if there's, you know, someone who will catch on or follow up. I don't know what will happen. But right now he's just michael's a genuinely nice person i i think he's a genuinely nice person and i think that's he, undeniable yeah, based on the archives pretty pretty yeah yeah i mean he 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 thinks about things deeply and he he recognizes when he's a jerk or when he yeah you know, i just he has traits that people watch him work through and the length of the stream and how everything's there really brings that to light for people because if you took snippets of his life, you could twist it all different ways and you that wouldn't come through. And so when you talk, that could be a concern for what could come out later. People could take a lot of things out of context and never get who Michael is. So I'm glad that the project has, that people have engaged enough to the level of learning that. I think that's been magic to it. And if it was just a bunch of little streams, it wouldn't have happened. Right. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm curious. Do you, do you know, like what's what like what's so unique about this compared to like? Are you familiar with like Twitch streaming or anything like that oh, at yeah. all? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so do you think that that what Michael's doing is almost a like new frontier of that? Um, where you know, obviously, the first person who was streaming themselves playing video games was probably laughed at, looked at as very silly. Do you think that there's going to be that he's going to inspire a lot of people to follow in his footsteps here, and that this will be kind of a new? I think there's already been a lot of people that have inquired about it. Like, how are you doing it? What do I need to do it? I think the difference is that um, most people can't have a camera with them 24 seven, you know, they can't bring it to school or work or all these different situations that could change. And then it might open up more. But I think, I think a lot of people are intrigued about the idea or, or think it's an interesting idea. And I think, I don't know if the space has changed at all. Maybe you guys have seen different things, but the world of Twitch and, you know, even YouTube or something before, you're gaming or you're 
coming up with like crazy antics to do, right? To entertain people. So it's performative. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's very performance based. And so maybe at a minimum, it will bring things into some different life. I don't know. I mean, it's somewhere between. Well, obviously, when they were on Fear Factor, Michael thought one of the reasons that kind of inspired that is that was a reality show, but it's very scripted. It's not really reality. So we, as a society, kind of like watching, you know, these different shows that are supposed to be reality shows, like Big Brother, which you guys said, right? But but that's edited and cut, and you're... you're things are built up that maybe aren't as really built up in the well, house. And, so there's and you're putting people... And, you're putting people in artificial situations to begin with. Right. So and it, it's a game to begin with. And right. it's an artificial. Yeah, exactly. It's not normally so, living in a house locked in. It's different when Michael's just walking around living his normal right. life. Yes. So I think you have things that, um, that it could take things in a little different area. I've already kind of seen it online. Like people are really calling out the fakeness of certain things online. I, I think there's a growing movement of people not liking that and just wanting just a more raw, real experience from people. I don't know where it'll go, but I see it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Michael mentioned a, a similar thing. He mentioned that he thought that the um, just media space was moving towards a more honest direction. Like, for example, you know, you mentioned, and we all love listening to podcasts, right? And like that, one yeah. of the reasons is because you know you can watch somebody on a couch on some TV show as a talking head or whatever, and they get their four minutes to talk or yeah. whatever it is. But whereas on a podcast, you can listen for an hour or two. And like, so people gravitate towards that honesty. They gravitate towards the nature, the more unedited nature of it. Um, and I yes. think he's totally, I think he's totally right in that, uh, that, that is where uh, we're I, going with our media tastes. I think that's part of why like Joe Rogan has had so much success because sure. there's all these guests on his show that I've listened to on other podcasts and they go on another podcast and they have their speech ready, right? They yep. have like their little package thing that they want to get these bullet points out and they want to, you know, and then they go on Joe Rogan and he just takes them in a whole nother direction and he gets things out of them that nobody else gets. And all of a sudden you're finding out who these people are and you're not just hearing their pitch or whatever that they want to throw. Yeah. Right? I think you and nailed it. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm down for it. <laughs> Let's get real. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, switching gears a tiny, tiny bit. So you appeared on camera on the stream a few times this year. Um, was that initially, were you hesitant at all at first with that or no? Um, yeah, it was really, well, I, I think maybe I did a hangout before I came to visit. My, I've had, this is my third visit. Right. And, and then I've done, obviously, like a handful of hangouts and stuff. But the April visit, the the reality of sitting there and being there well this is total vanity but this whole year <laughs> i've had like so many major dental surgeries i just had one this week right again and so i've been in all these states of um i fell on the basement stairs at nine months old and messed up my whole mouth and like all this stuff is coming to life this year so i had like nine hours under anesthesia of surgery Oof. in february just had a bunch more and so like these teeth are really temporary and just fake and put in there right now and then I have like one missing back here so anyway when I came out in April and I had just had that big surgery and I had these temporary things again part of it was like oh my god don't film me eating like don't film like <laughs> this is hard you know so there's the self-consciousness sure that yeah certainly I was aware of and and Michael I guess 
I would, I mean, he inspires me in a couple ways. His schedule inspires me some days, you know, and I'm like, oh man, my kid is kicking butt. Oh, I need to get my butt out and do some, anyway, but he inspired me because he just lets it all go and be there. And so when I came to visit, it was awkward a little bit at first. And then I just thought, oh my gosh, he's doing this every day, 24 hours a day. I certainly, you know, for the hours we're together, can be who I am. And right. so I, I, I just kind of took him as motivation to be myself. So it got easier then as, as, as the visits happened and the time went on, I, I guess. I just really had to, I thought about that and then I just really thought, you have to pretend it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> and you can do that. You really can. You can do it. You yeah. can just get it out of your head and enjoy. I, I never think about it when I'm on the phone talking to him. I never think about, it. oh my gosh, people are listening in on my conversation. I talk to him 100%. Oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, I, I, it's totally awesome. I mean, but I like that because it, it, that's easy. You don't see it and so it's never in your mind. Right. And I just had to get to that same place which took a little extra long sure. with the camera looking at you, but you can get there. You do forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's surprising. I think people are often surprised by how quickly, like I, I, I do another podcast where we call people and stuff and it, the first like two, three, four, five minutes, really awkward and weird, a lot of people. And then you immediately like, it, it's just back to normal. Like, Yeah, because you're just, that's where you have to go in your head. You're like, I'm just enjoying a conversation with somebody. I'm just hanging out with somebody and just put it all else aside. Yeah. My husband, I think, performs a little more. He's kind of funny. I mean, he does not on it as much. Right. But when he's on there, I like see him. He's a funny guy, but he like kind of tries to be the funny jokester, <laughs> sure. you know, when he comments and stuff like that. And I'm like, just be you. <laughs> yeah. He's a dad, I guess. He's a dad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's got his dad jokes ready. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So. Why don't we talk about um, the kind of maybe the effect that uh, the the project has had on your relationship with Michael? I think it's been phenomenal for that. I love it. I think it's just taken it to, well, like I said, I, I feel like I've always had a good relationship with him. And I feel like there's, he he's deep and I've always loved the depth of our conversations and so it's not like I feel necessarily closer with him. I feel like I know him better. Right, so, right. So yeah. I mean, how could you not? Right. You get to see all these aspects of that your life that you've kind of, his life, I should say, that you've, you know, kind of, ta- well, you never get to see it per- first. And, like, also right. you just kind of take it for granted, really. Like, just seeing how, it, it, for example, how he acts in the grocery store. Right. Like picking out things like that. Like, that's... That's fascinating. I didn't even think about that. It is fascinating, and and it fills in gaps to um, different conversations with different people. You know, obviously, like you said, we have different relationships with everybody. So he and Ethan have one dynamic, and then you know he'll get on the phone with Connor or Michael Bukerski or you know people who I, I I know who they are, but they they take him in different directions, and I hear him talk about maybe his time at USC or something like that. And even though he's tried to explain to me things he didn't like, it's so different to hear him talking to a friend about it. And it's so enlightening. 
And then it's like, we don't have to keep going into that conversation. I just get it. I get it now, right? Because I heard oh, okay. it from a different perspective. Right, 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 right. That's cool. That's been really neat. That's kind of what you said on, on our last episode, right? You said that it kind of like if your mom was watching, it would save you a lot of conversations. Right. Like I, I was saying basically that, uh, when I know you listen to it, but that, um, you know, it, it would be really cool if my mom could have seen me do a bunch of bad stuff and then we could already like move past like the point of me telling her all that stuff <laughs> would be horrible right but yes. after that life would be great it would be we'd have a much better relationship but i'm not willing to go through that short amount of pain for the long-term gain and i know that that's uh, that's stupid and obviously like short-sighted but right. uh still like it, it would be nice to have my hand forced in that situation where i know well, that it, it would be better it kind of is i mean even things you've talked to him about like I, like he got chlamydia, right? <laughs> I mean, sure, sure. you don't usually call. He actually did because he needed to go to the doctor, and so he did call and tell me. But, but that may be a bad example. But things like that that <laughs> are kind of example. a little shocking to him, all sure. right? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's brought up. It's in this whole context. We, obviously, I know what you're doing. I know what's going on. So you don't have to go deep into things. It's like there's already an understanding about your life and it is a really nice thing because it, we have that yeah like there's right. just mom you know that because you watch right. well, you know you get it <laughs> or people people in his life um from college station now that he's met on the stream uh immediately when i come to visit i already know them right because i've chatted with them i've seen them i get so you don't go through this whole mom meet my friend and you know that right. kind of thing that it there's a whole yeah lots of stuff that's just you're already wrapped up in things together um does it feel weird is there a strange like power dynamic at all going on where like you have the upper hand clearly um it's so, like insofar as you know a lot about them and they know that i mean you're active in the chat you've been on the stream uh you know every now and again but you still obviously probably know more about them than they do about you. Um, if I, like, I thought that was interesting that I heard, when you brought that up in your podcast, I thought that was a very interesting point about a relationship that you brought up. I, I, I was pondering that a lot. That was, yeah, that was really a unique angle. And I wonder what Michael thinks about that. If after hearing you think about, you know, bring it up. But um, in terms of me and Michael, if, if I'm watching or hearing or being exposed to different things he's doing, it makes me feel like almost I owe him um, a story or a, t a tale about my life. So there's not that. Like mm, I feel okay. motivated to be super. And I'm like I said, I'm really pretty open. There wasn't a lot I wouldn't tell my kids, but I'll tell something really at a deeper emotional right. level, right. not just a fact like, oh, I did this or I tried this sure. or whatever, but like a really deep thing about how I felt about it or my emotions. So right. I try to share more too, I guess. So on some level, you kind of feel like you almost owe him maybe for yeah, like a little it. bit. Like, like I, I've seen this, I know this about you yeah. and it would be more, plus it would be weird, right? Cause it would yes, be kind of right. one-sided. I would right. feel connected to him, but he might not feel that right. back to me. And so I, I want to make the bond because right. of whatever I've seen. So I feel like that's, yeah, it so, brings me to, that's how it moves me. So that's like another thing we talked about, the vulnerability is power thing, um, where, you know, the more you can, so, so it's almost like you're um, using your vulnerability to restore power, to restore balance um, when it, when it's not, because that when you put something into somebody else's hand, you're allowing them to hurt you with it. They can use it yeah. to abuse you. And so when somebody's put so much in your hands, 
now they've given you all this power over them and you have to uh you have to reciprocate in order to restore um some kind of order in that Yes, and to the point you guys were making about a relationship, if you met somebody on the stream and they started a relationship, I think it could work or not work based on that because that person could either kind of restore the power and, and be it could bring them closer because of her decisions, or you're absolutely right, it could be used to manipulate. And I loved what you said because I think it is a valid point. I could see a girl doing it, but... You know, someone's like, oh, yeah, I know, like, Michael doesn't like this food and Michael doesn't like, you know, this. He doesn't like staying up. Whatever she's determined right. from her power source, she could completely put that on. Like, I don't like that either. And this right, is what I. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting thing. I still think a person could work through that and it could bring them probably sure. closer faster, but it could also go south. <laughs> okay. And uh, just one more question real quick here that I've written down. Uh, do you have any other compliments for me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You look very no, snuggly in your sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys decided to share your Saturday night with me. I'm sure you had other things you could have been doing tonight. So it's nice that we got to hang out together. That's yeah, cool. and the same to you. I mean, thank I, I, you've been traveling all day. You've had your surgeries and stuff. I mean, I, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to hang out with us for a bit. Well, um, I was really excited, actually, based on I already I have the power because I already knew you guys. <laughs> oh, actually, you had some power too because you got to watch me. So okay, okay, we both had power. A little bit we're equal, good. equal. Yeah, we're trying to equal it now. <laughs> so um, obviously, not everyone who arrives at this project has the best intentions for Michael. At maybe, um, I mean, what is your reaction? I mean, you know, this past week or two there's the stuff with this catfishing stuff and it's kind of just happening in general with lots of he's mentioned that it's people have attempted to do this to him a few times what do you think what is your reaction to people trying to kind of mislead your son in this way in this project that is really all about honesty yeah i so part of what i witnessed there with him and i know he really cares about relationships. So I see when someone is not authentic in a relationship with him, it really hurts him. And part of, part of me a little bit is like, you, this is the world you're in and you know, this is going to happen to an extent. Don't take it so seriously, like water off a duck's back, right? Let it go. And, but, it's not in his nature, you know, he, he invests and that means something to him. So, um, definitely. Yeah. So it's going to continue to be something that he has to navigate because he's like that. Like the advice cannot be, this is going to happen. Just try to look for the signs and get over it. Right. It, it it's, it's going to bug him and it's right. going to be something that, you know, he continues. It, it, I hope what I hope I guess out of it, He'll learn from it, but what I hope is it doesn't jade him mm, right. to yeah. becoming, you know, to entering into a relationship. I, I really hope it doesn't make him build walls up for people in the fi in the yeah. future because he's nervous about their intentions. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's that's you know one of the pitfalls of of the uh, you know possible inauthenticity and uh, anonymity of the internet. You know, when you're chatting with people online, that's. Yeah, there, you just have no good uh, ways of, especially now. You know, people can, I don't know, people can deepfake anything. You know, I don't. 
<laughs> but I liked what he wrote in the newsletter because he, he said, do I even have a right to question that? You know, like he was talking about that it bugged him that he didn't know their real identity. And then he said, do I even have a right to question it? Because that kind of is an angle. You know, I mean, it is. That there's going to be, there's going to, don't even take it for a malicious thing, but just say, um, well, there's somebody in the chat. I, I really like her. Pauline, you know, you've probably seen her name. She's super cool. She doesn't want people to know where she lives and she doesn't want people to know a lot of details about, well, okay, great. Like that's where her comfort zone is. She sure, wants right. to be present. She wants to be part of it. So maybe somebody else wants to go on and be a whole different persona. You know, that, uh-huh. that's that's their escape. That That's their beer at the end of the night. Is right, they get right. to go on as, you know, Sally and be right. this. Is it really wrong for well, them to do that? I, I don't think, know. I think know? the line there uh, becomes manip- manipulation. At the end of, of others, right? Right. And it becomes manipulation of others. So it's perfectly yes. harmless to go pretend being whoever yeah. you want to be. But the second yes. that you're go do dragging it. other people into it. And then yeah. you're hurting their feelings. Right. Well, now I don't care if you say your name. 100%. I don't care. I don't care if you send him all the pictures you want. If you're still being a jerk and trying to hurt his feelings, it doesn't matter if you're anonymous or not anonymous. The yep. point is, it, the, yeah, that the, the anonymity is irrelevant there. It's just intention. Yeah. Uh, at that point. And, and, I, and I didn't really and I don't know where that other conversation all went. You know, all the different. Topics Neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All we, speculation. And, and I'm sure I'll find out, you know, at some point. But um you're right if that i liked the rules or whatever you read about <laughs> you know signs that somebody's catfishing and i didn't know that somebody would come to you with this whole sob story thing i got the money thing and i don't think that's right. either yeah. what that was but if it was also like making up this whole story about what's gone on in your life and now you want support and you and michael's investing in trying to build this person up or yeah that's not cool, right? right. Because yeah, of course not. you're just really poor. You're 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 emotionally invested in something that is fake, right? So. And if you're asking somebody to do that, then I don't think it's an unreasonable, um, you know, I don't think it's an unreasonable like gatekeeping mechanism of of being of a uh, proof of identity. Like it, you yes. can do whatever you want before that, but the second that you're asking somebody to invest like that, then you kind of owe something, especially considering how they have everything of his, right? And right. Well, and especially because if they watch it, they know who he is and they know, okay, yes, I am willing to enter into a friendship with you and be this yes. person that you can lean on, but I just need to know that you're real, so do this. Yeah. And then, yeah, at, at that point, it's got to become, I am real, Who, who here's who I am, sure. or... Yeah, Move I mean, I, I think that that sob story rule especially could be played into Michael's. I mean, if if you watch him even for a little bit, you know that he is an emotional guy and can immediately connect with someone and form this uh, really, you know, friendship relationship, very whatever. Empathetic. And so as soon as it's such a good deflection, you know, it's 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 yeah. ho- good as you know, I mean, good in the horrible sense here, where it's <laughs> for him like if he does ask for someone like, Hey, like just like prove to me that you're like who you say you are. And boom, sob story. Uh, you know, this, this, this is wrong in my life. This is wrong in my life. And they just know that based on just what they've seen, even like just a little bit of Michael, that he's gonna work a little bit. It's going to work. I mean, not, I almost said not fall for it, but like, you know, it's, 
because that's they, a they, way to get to him. They right? know that's a way, a way to get to, to him. That's yeah, exactly yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. Yeah. So he needs to really listen and memorize your list. <laughs> yeah, that's his Achilles. That's Have his Achilles heart. Bo- the checkbox. Yes, that's right. Is like, oh yeah. <laughs> that's your goal yeah. this weekend is to get him to yeah, memorize you know the what? list. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we ship him a poster? <laughs> we'll make him a poster. Yes, he can put it on the wall with those inspirational little <laughs> things that he's got up there, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That would be uh, that would be pretty funny, but also kind of sad, I guess. That we would have to do that. Um, so uh, the project's getting close to coming to an end, right? Um, and I'm sure you have thoughts on that. Do you think that you are going to miss the project when it's over, or do you think you're going to be happy that? Hmm. I mean, obviously, there's going to be mixed feelings, and you're going to be happy about some things and sad about something. Yeah, but overall, mixed feelings. overall, yeah, do you think it's going to be kind of a relief, or that you're going to? Um, be more uh, nostalgic for the time when it when it was there or the time when you knew where he was at every moment of every day right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that's funny because i mean it michael likes to bring that up uh, there is it's like a mom calling her son just to hear the tone of his voice <laughs> so she knows if he's okay or not right and I if the like, son's me not that, picking up my mother yeah, right yeah, there, yeah. yeah and you're not picking up but i mean i could click on the stream and in 10 seconds go on with my day for hours feeling good because I'm like, oh yeah, he got up this morning, he's playing piano, he's having a good day. Yeah, like that, I will miss that because it immediately I could tell the temperature of what his day is like and, you know, where he is emotionally and all that kind of stuff. So I love that. And there's people in the chat that I will definitely miss. That's going to be weird. Um, I probably, I feel... I mean, I'm behind on a lot of podcasts because I'm watching way too much YouTube. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's it's a time thing, you know, kind of oh, like yeah. for a viewer as much as for uh, way more for Michael. But I think a lot of the viewers will also, even though it, we're a lot of us are going to miss it. But I also think, you know, a year's a long time. To, oh, yeah. To Dude. watch something. And so in a way, there's that that just mm-hmm. it's. It's something that you kind of move on from, and that's not a yeah. that's how life is. <laughs> so. Do you do you think the community will stay together at all? I don't I don't I don't know how it would. I don't know. Well, I mean, through like a Discord channel or like you know, there's that's uh, there's a good point. That's any a good number point. of different like uh you know forums or message boards or whatever. I, I wonder like how that. just like how sustainable that is though without any content, quote right, unquote. Right from yeah. michael you right. know i mean we were considering maybe if there was enough interest like maybe just calling him every like two or three weeks or whatever and just just doing like an hour and a half Aww. interview and like that would be it just posting that yeah like, um i think that that's gonna be a f- very i think we're gonna be hungry for that for <laughs> a little bit that th- there's some check-ins there's some where is he what's he doing you know kind of a thing and i hope he does a little bit of that um through whatever means he decides to do it. I mean, maybe it's just like on a, some social media, not a YouTube. I don't know. I, he, I feel like he'll do something because people will just really want to know where are you at? What are you doing? Right. So. I, I think that the, the fan engagement and the level, the, the amount that people care, I, I kind of suspect that that has more of an effect on Michael than he thinks. And I kind of suspect that he's going to really want to sustain those like those relationships and and that kind of community and i don't know how that will come out but i i, I think that he's going to miss that aspect more than he more than he might yeah, suspect. i i think that's the biggest question of the whole project is how is he gonna feel because 
he has no idea how this is impact. He knows how he feels about it today. Right. Yes. But he right. doesn't know how he feels about it without it. Right. right. It hasn't. Yes. yes. Is he going to. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I think that's probably the most intriguing thing for me. And like what's decompression going to look like on January 1st, basically. Right. right? Yeah. And that's and, and and I really want him back in Boise for a visit, you know, for however long he decides to come visit. But I really hope he comes back because I'm not sure how that's going to hit him. Mm. It, it, it could go a lot of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it would be this like massive emptiness of like there, there were all these people that you knew like even if you're not obviously he's not thinking about it but in the back of his mind he knows they're there and then yeah. all of a sudden that disappears and like he matters a lot to a lot of people and then it's not that the people will stop caring but it's that he's not going to matter as much and then that will fade away and as as it stops and like that's a big that's a huge burden like that's a really huge burden to bear it's a, it's a huge burden emotionally on top of the regular things yeah i don't know if you guys have ever seen life circumstance things and you can check a box like have you lost a loved one have you moved have you changed jobs have you had you know there's all these big things and if you have i think it's more than three of them or something you're highly likely to enter a state of depression yes because people can only handle so much major life change and then that happens to them right so he's gonna move from a town he's lived in and loved living in. Yeah. He's going to leave the friends that he has there. Ethan's going to be gone from his life. His dog, who he loves, is going right. to be gone from his life. He's going to have a different job because his job, let's call it life streaming right now, yeah. you know, is going to change. He's going to live in a, I mean, you look at all the, the things he's going to put into his world, and he's got, like, more boxes checked than any human should on that life chart thing. Yeah. So then you throw in the emotional part that, he had all these connections and, and this this connected feeling 24-7 that's gone. Yeah, I I mean, it's not a recipe for, for going well. Right. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess you've, you've probably, you've thought about it more than, more than we have, it looks yeah. like. Um, so what are your hopes for him when, when the project is over? Like, what do you, I mean, what, what is the best case scenario to you look like you know i mean obviously it's it's that he does what he wants and that he's happy i mean that on a base level right on a on a yeah on a blanket level absolutely but um yeah i i know that it will be really important for him to find that spark that something if he he thinks he might go you know work on piano a little bit or he has some a couple idea maybe he'll do a documentary you know a couple little things like that that he might do if he can hit something, right, and that would be my hope, right. that that then he can't wait again to wake up and right. do. Something else to give meaning to his life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's something that, I, you know, we talked about on the podcast about uh, how much of his, his own identity that, that is now intertwined with this um, and what letting right. that go means. Absolutely. And, and you guys have heard him say it a bunch of times. He's like, this is... 100% my priority. This is what all I care about, you know. I yeah. Mean, he does care about me, I promise. You. <laughs> <laughs> but, but just you wait till know. you hear our uh, wait till you hear our unaired interview clips with him. I don't you might want you might change your mind on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Will I hear those? No. <laughs> no. Uh, We're going to so start a Patreon soon. It'll be a thousand yeah, a month for that. I, I yeah. will pay for those, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I I do agree with you completely. It, it he it's such a focus it's such an importance it's just this 
tooth and nail. I'm going to keep this going. You know, it's just, and he's poured all his money into it. You know, there's like so mm-hmm. many different levels to how he has just made this a thread that runs through the center of everything in his being. So, yeah, I, I it, he's got to unravel that, right? And Do you think um, where he was a year ago mentally is... It's obviously improved, right? Um, do you think that... How do I phrase this? Um, Just try. It'd be long-winded if, t- if you have to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you asked about if the stream was the effect of that. That's not what I was asking. But, you, I mean, yeah. Maybe I just forgot I even asked that. What was the start? What was the beginning? I'll see if I could help. Do you want to rephrase that? I don't... Um, uh, <laughs> Do you want to rephrase uh, nothing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> forget I, Go for it. <laughs> for, forget, <laughs> I'm working on it. All right, you know, you know, for, we kind of already answered that. I'm sorry. Um, hey, who do we got? Um, who do we got? Oh, oh. Roughly I, how much more time do you think you'll want here? Roughly how much more time do you think? We can be done when, whenever. Five minutes at most, yeah, yeah. I guess, maybe. Five, five t- minutes-ish? Okay. You want to go do something? Um, no, it's good. I'm just... I have to switch, or I have to switch this either to a new stream or to my sleep stream in like exactly like three minutes and thirty seconds. Oh, okay. okay, all right. Well, that's okay. that's fine. That's that's totally right. fine. Yeah, you we're good with enough that. of your time. Yeah, we're, we're, you've been. You guys can call or text me anytime if we have anything else you want to follow yeah, up you on. You guys can keep going. I would just. You got. We got three minutes. Matter. Okay, we'll three minutes. Okay. But yeah, I I I kind of I mean I kind of know like how you how you were going with that. I mean, I think what you were kind of saying about that, too, is he was in a place a year ago. He's gotten himself to this other place. Were you going to project into the future and or were you going to I mean, were you looking for something more like pattern like with that or anything? Because that was a unique place. Right. Right. But it made me aware that that's in him and how important it is for him to be pursuing something that he really cares about. Yeah. I didn't realize how much it damaged him to be in this. I didn't realize how much he really didn't like USC until mm-hmm. I saw that. Right. And what it made me realize again is that if he puts himself into something, he, I mean, he's going to need some money. He's going to have to do something yeah. after this. And if he puts himself into something that he just uh, doesn't, you know, we all do. I, I went to sure. work for a lot of years doing something I didn't love. But sure. Then I, I think that is not a good space for right. him. And so I, I, I hope that he finds something that he can make money at that he also can not loathe. <laughs> right. I mean, I think we all do. But uh, all right. So yeah. last. Do yeah, you, we all do. Um, is there anything that you think that we should have brought up? Is there anything you were listening to the podcast and you're like, oh, I wish they talked about this? Is there anything that you just uh, want to talk want to talk to us about or ask us about or think is interesting? Um, I, well, I mean, just for you two personally, I have a lot of questions, but <laughs> we won't go into that. We can do that. I want to know I want to know about, like, yeah, I want to know about your lives. We but can totally do that. I mean, another I time, love that. I just love, I mean, I love to know how you got to where you are and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, you guys, <laughs> this was such a pleasure. A pleasure talking yes. about this you. was so much fun. Yeah. We had a great time. Thank seriously. you so much for your um, time. Yeah. And if, if you do ever want, I mean, that, that could maybe like, if we're, if we're running, I don't know, whatever, but, um, if you do want to like interview us one time, like we're totally <laughs> down for that. Awesome. That would be so I fun. Love yeah, it. I love it. I love it. I mean, I will. I I am now subscribed to your podcast, so I will obviously be listening very very attentively to that. And yeah, I'll I'll follow what you guys do. I mean, I'll be intrigued. 
Now, now I care about your success. So. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm just now. Wanna... Now you have another mom caring about you. <laughs> um, I just want to warn you, by the way. I don't know if you've ever heard your own voice on audio. It just trust me. You sound fine. Okay, you're gonna hate your own voice. You sound fine. So when you hear I, yourself I, I and you start, no, I've heard it like on. On yeah, the stream I and stuff. Well, yeah. I, I get the thing already when people call my house and like, is your mom home? I mean, I, I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Oh, that's but hilarious. I'm pretty aware of all the things that are faults about myself and I love them all. That's okay. Awesome. okay. It's all I just good. To make it's all sure. part of me. <laughs> all right. Let's, we should Thank let Michael guys. get to switch in his yep, stream and we'll stuff. Yeah, we'll let him switch his stream. Good Thanks night, Thanks again. Guys. Have a good night. Thank you. <laughs> So that was the end of our interview with Beth Gary. We already said it, but what a, what a great time. What yeah. A, what a great mom she is. I mean, we definitely could have talked for hours, hours, hours. Yeah, but Michael had to get in the way yeah, of his I, stupid I, live stream. Burst in at the end there, furious at the spotlight was off him for five minutes. Unbelievable. That happened in our uh, interview with Ethan, too, which, you, which you'll hear about a little bit. <laughs> or, yeah, he was so pissed about that. I know. He can't handle somebody else having a little bit of a, a little bit of the spotlight on them. Or like he needed to start his sleep stream or something, right? It was yeah, it could have been that. One I guess. of the two, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. You we'll know, we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, so this one started off on a pretty heavy note. Uh, we were talking about Michael's mental state, and uh, well, but we were talking about his improvement over time yeah. of his mental state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something Miss Gary said that was interesting was that she thought that the stream kind of helped to expedite his uh, mental growth and his improvement of his mental state but that he would have gotten there without it yeah i mean obviously that's just kind of her opinion it's not necessarily fact but but she did have good evidence which was of michael's the pattern uh, of the of boarding school yeah him choosing to go him putting discipline into Yo, his own by life. the way i need to say the boarding school thing more so than like almost anything we've talked about like blew my mind oh yeah I've because like think about I don't know really many people who went to boarding school, but if they did, they went because they were like in trouble or something. I was going to say zero percent by choice. Yeah, or if you you know the obviously like the maybe ninety ten in movies and TV, it's always like I got sent away, you know. But like, but like no, they, they he he wanted that choice that he wanted right. to do that, which and is, then he like gave himself like usually or not usually, but sometimes it's like a military school kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, he put himself in military school. It seems like yeah. as far as. Like he put it, he, I mean, he it gave really himself a boot camp. It really shows of. his like maybe maturity at the time or his personality at the time of like what of making that big of a decision that like, I know I'm not happy here. I need to go here. And like, I can't imagine doing that when I was like, I don't know, 15 or something. No, not well, at least. But, <laughs> but one thing that she said was that it had to do with, uh, or she thought that it had to do with his brother, Stephen. Yeah. And she said that, you know, he found himself kind of living in his shadow a little bit yeah. um, and wanted to do his own thing, which he then came back to USC and sort of fell back into that place and also really didn't have a great time at USC. And it's, you know, it, it, it and now he's gone off on his own again. Yeah. And he's applying discipline back into his life. And it's an interesting cycle. I mean, yeah, like like you said, we're totally speculating, but now we have this a little bit of ba- a little bank of evidence and of a of what's happened previously to use to make better predictions. Yeah. So that would be interesting after the project is over, are we looking at maybe another kind of like you know, maybe not that he starts like drinking heavily again or something, but maybe he falls in line d- depending on what he decides to do, you know, if he decides to go back to college or something. Right. He could maybe fall back in line with more of those and then need to 
again extricate himself and um yeah if the pattern continues or if this whole project maybe was like the pattern breaker you know yeah which i I think it's very likely that it could i think it is too yeah so back to uh his brother steven we don't see much of him on there which mrs gary thought was odd uh and i thought it was interesting that he kind of comes at it from like this like business perspective where he's like how are you not monetizing this like kind of thinks he's like almost wasting an opportunity yeah i mean i get that i mean like totally i get that i mean how many times i've told a few people about this project and people are like oh but so like he's like sponsored makes money somehow it's like nope (laughs) yeah and it's crazy the amount of integrity he has for like yeah kind of no reason like nobody would be well it's an artistic thing but yeah well, i'm just saying nobody if he was able to get a sponsorship wherein he didn't have to do anything for it he could just keep doing what he was doing and just use a product that he liked whatever you know whatever it is i don't think anybody would be upset with him for for doing so for for making a little bit of money as long as it's not him being dishonest and doing like at like ad reads you yeah. know what i mean yeah. <laughs> um so it, you imagine he's just streaming as all of a sudden like blue apron use offer code gary he's got like six hats on that all say <laughs> different things you don't even know what he's at he's, he's got like a jumpsuit like he's a race car driver yeah brought to you by tide but yeah no no i thought that was kind of th- a very reasonable stance to have and uh it, it definitely something lisa mattress <laughs> no we're casper people yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so let's talk about the actual live stream itself and we talked about Twitch streaming and stuff like that and how Michael is in a unique position where he can do it 24-7. Most people can't do that at their jobs, mm-hmm. school, families, things like that. Um, and she she was bringing up a lot the fact that this a lot of those other platforms like Twitch are, tend to be very performative where people are paying, giving you subs, giving you money, yeah. and then you do certain things for them. Whereas yeah, you, you got a catchphrase, you're doing a little goofy dance. Right. And this is... What's his face does? Comple- again this is like just integrity all the way like yeah, there, yeah. there's none of that um and that people are more into a more raw product like she used the example of you know joe rogan's podcast where you get to find out who people are as opposed to their talking points or like it's almost like they're doing like an elevator pitch on yeah, selling yeah. their book or show or whatever yeah. i think she's right though when she said that there's and I, michael said this too that there is a, a societal shift between people wanting more authenticity than in the past or at least like being aware that oh wait that's authenticity is something we can't have i mean i'm gonna really like we're gonna do the briefest of detours if we're just dipping our toe into politics here for once like oh fun for like two seconds like if politics is like the highway exit we're just like we're speeding by right by we're just looking at the exit uh, and they're like i might be riding my bike there i dude. think that's why you see something someone like a donald trump figure at people might see him as authentic or at least he is who he is and that's you always hear that argument about him versus like some of the other p- people running and like you see a lot of the in the democratic field right now if people are just kind of playing the politician role people kind of just see immediately through that and they don't not a fan and that's the end of the politics right. talk i mean yeah i agree with you <laughs> like say what you will about trump and we will for the next two hours oh, um but you can't deny that he is authentic to himself at the very least i mean like yeah. Uh, which is not a good thing necessarily, but but at least it. And I think you're right that that is what people identify with. Um, it, that that he doesn't. But yeah, I mean, I think this this, this project obviously reflects that societal change on an individual level, smaller scale. You know. Yeah, for sure. So, she talked about the power differential that comes from watching 
uh, the live stream and that she gets so much honesty out of him that when she goes to see him or speaks with him, she feels like she needs to reciprocate. Right. We said that we asked her if she, she thought she like owed him. Right. Right. And she said that um, she can get this. This was my favorite part. Uh, it was that she can get connection from him easily and she can build a strong, she can build her relationship with him easily, but he's not doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So in order for her to, to balance the scales there, she has to live stream her life 24 seven and give him the link. Yep. And this is our new, this is <laughs> we're, we're, we're happy to make the announcement for it's the first time. Beth Gary spinoff. Uh huh. So we brought up catfishing very briefly. Um, we, we didn't really talk about the catfishing that much, but more so how Michael cares so deeply about relationships. Yeah. Uh, and well, she says that too and confirmed that. Right. And he builds them. He, he puts his trust in people. Like he j- he wants to have a good relationship. He wants that so badly. Um, so the dishonesty in that space is like super hurtful, affects him more than it might affect other people. Yeah. And she said, you know, you can look for signs all you want, but getting over it, just like letting it go, it might not work for him. And he could potentially start to, uh, close off a little bit and kind of pull back on his openness. Put up walls is what she said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all that was always going to be a question of like what parts of these of this project was going to affect him long term, you know? Is it going to be like, is he going to go because he's been so open for a year? Is he going to just go like straight into like hermit or, you know, cut off all social media? Is he just going to like be off the grid now? You know, but then it's also like these little things like that you put yourself out there for a year with everyone watching everything you do and, you know, you open yourself up to talking to strangers ostensibly, right? And then, you know, maybe you get burned and like that's something that maybe he wasn't necessarily anticipating he thought he was gonna maybe like i'm gonna stream my life for a year and people can watch or they can't watch whatever but like i i think this relationship forming that he's been doing in the the latter half of the stream for sure is uh definitely something that's gonna affect him long term i think yeah good or good or bad and i think that one of the things that's so attractive about the live stream is that michael is so like just kind of unrelentingly optimistic and it's not that he's one of those crazy people you know that's walking around with their smiling with their teeth showing 24 7 but he doesn't seem to have that streak of cynicism that you know so many people that i know have including myself for sure <laughs> I was gonna, yeah um but if it would be interesting to see if that kind of gets affected like could this kind of thing put that streak of cynicism into him like i would hate to see him his general uh, like countenance be i mean all we can say at this point is that it's certainly possible but we hope not yeah let's talk about the stream ending um she said that checking in the stream is nice it's like calling and hearing your son's voice yeah um, which parents obviously like to do but she also said it's kind of a time sink and that it might be nice to be free of that and being able to watch or like consume the media that that she wants to consume yeah i'm certainly got i got a backlog of stuff to watch once it comes january i think yeah 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 it, it really you, i don't th- because when you watch like a tv show or read a book or listen to a podcast like you do it and then you're done and it's over and now you have that experience and it's like a story arc and you yeah. know whatever it is but because there's no ending to this or the, and there's no character arc or story arc really uh it doesn't feel the same when you're watching so you can watch so much of it without that feeling of like you know you finish a season of game of thrones it's you'd spent 10 hours and you finished it yeah 
but you can spend 30 hours on this and you didn't finish anything. And you might not have gained anything. Right. So it's it's really easy to sink more time into it than you realize that you're doing. Yeah. Because with Game of Thrones, you could sink a lot of time into it, but then you'd finish it and yeah. it'd be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to have obviously be over at some point too, but like, you know, it is one year long, you know, it's hard to... <laughs> Yeah, you can't, I mean... You can't really watch it all. Like, realistically, let's say you watch, let's say you watch, like, five hours a day. I mean, it's going to take you, what, like, ten years to watch the thing? I mean, like, you know, yeah, there's no way that you can possibly do that. So, we're talking about the live stream ending, uh, and the community is a big aspect of what's interesting about it ending. So, do we think that it's sustainable without the content? Well, it's like I said, like if there's content, yes. Otherwise, I think it'll, I don't know. I, it's just speculation, but I think. Uh, I don't see it lasting. Yeah. I, it'll probably slowly fade. And, you know, that's unfortunate because it is great. But I mean, obviously with content added, if Michael checks in every now and then, or if like, you know, we're able to like talk to him every now and then and put out an episode every now and then just say like, hey, what are you up to now? Yeah. Like, that'd be cool. But, uh, and that'd be, you know, like she said, I think people are going to be hungry for content. But yeah. We'll see how long that hunger lasts. Right. You know? I mean, I, I think a lot of it comes from the fact that it's so engaging and that you can ask the questions in the Q&A. You can watch the stuff. Then you can ask the questions about it. But if you're not seeing the stuff, even if he was still available to do questions yeah. or if he was on a yeah, forum, yeah. very active, when you're not seeing anything, you don't even know what to... So every question would just be some form of, so what are you up to? Yeah. There's a big mystery that's going to come January 1st. There's going to be a lot of strange things. And... I mean, especially from every aspect, really. For, I mean, for us, for the fans, for for his family, for him. I mean, Mrs. mainly us, though. Yeah, Mrs. Gary brought up, <laughs> Mrs. Gary brought up the you know the checklist of like, here's how much people can handle for stress before they enter a sort of depression, you know. And she's like, and Michael's gonna be checking a lot of those come the new year. Yeah, and she you know named what? ones like uh, moving from the town that he's loved living in, leaving right. his friends, yeah. and then Ethan and his dog, dog. getting a new job, and can, and not putting to mention, a live stream. Yeah, not to mention not having people, you know, dozens to hundreds of people watching you at a time, people chatting you, people sending you messages. Maybe that'll be a good thing. Maybe he'll enjoy that that isolation for a minute, you know. But um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be hard. I mean, either way, it's going to be hard. I mean, it, just to bring it back to Big Brother for a second, like, those people are locked in a house for three months or something like that, and they all have really hard times when they get out, if, they're, if they've been in, like, if they've been in since the, you know, since till the end, or if they're, like, in the jury where they're still isolated from the main world and they can't talk to anyone really. They have, like, a team of psychiatrists that, like, really talk to those people afterwards and be like, yo, you're okay. Like, everything's going to be cool. Granted, this is a little different in that, like, he hasn't been cut off from the outside world at all. But it is going to... It, it is similar. But it's a microcosm. Yeah, it is a it is a different lifestyle that someone's leaving, like in Big Brother, where you've got cameras on you 24-7, you know. And, yeah, it's going to be hard to... I think it's going to be hard regardless at first, you know? Right. And I, I was thinking about this, and it brought to mind a kind of weird... Um, metaphor to describe it and it almost seems like getting out of prison where yeah in, i mean obviously you know <laughs> it's not so negative but in in prison you have you know your guards your cellmates whoever your your buddies are you got your um, structure and you, yeah your your life is structured so you have all these there's people watching you that that not necessarily care about you on an emotional level but care about what you're doing um and right you have all this structure and stuff and then you get out and you're lost right and that's and so many people end up back in the, the recidivism rates are ridiculous yeah um and he's kind of entering a, a similar l- level of life change. i mean 
the scale is very different of course but it's it's a similar conceptually no i agree definitely i mean the you know you've had his life has been this for one year and i mean he literally said like this was the only thing he cared about and the only thing he wanted to do yeah so what happens when the only thing you care about is gone as well as your best friend and your dog and you know and moving town i mean he literally said the only thing he cared about or had any interest in doing yeah i mean he accomplished this like he overcame his problem that he had last year when he wanted to start this and Mm -hmm. he conquered this like that's it's such a it is it gets a triumphant tale potentially you know i and and i think that it's it's both of those things though because it's like it's like what uh miss gary said yes it's it's totally an accomplishment and he did it and it maybe exceeded his expectations on on what it would be and and there's a lot of great feedback that he gets but on the other hand he needs something else to care about like she said that you know she hopes that he finds something that he's passionate about like he was about this yeah and you can have all the accomplishment and feeling good about yourself but still having nothing you care about is still it, it doesn't you could have all the accomplishment in the world if you don't care about anything then I mean, yeah, maybe that's the point of next year is living in his Prius and trying to find what he cares about next. Yeah, and that that would be great. And obviously, we hope the best for him there. It's just absolutely. It's a quite daunting prospect. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess that kind of brings us to the end of talking about our Beth interview, huh? Yeah, she's amazing. We had a great time. We might talk to her again. She seemed interested in interviewing us. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that was a joke or not, but like, we're down. Like, call us. Yeah, she said we could call her text whenever we want, but uh, balls in balls in your court. Um, and then next week we've got a little bit of an interview with Ethan coming up. Yeah, best friend, roommate Ethan. Yeah, and that should be fun. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Brian. I am Simon. And this has been Once Upon a Time in College Station. If you find this project fascinating and want to check it out for yourself, go to michaelgary.com. Gary is spelled G-E-R-R-Y. If you want to show your support for the project, subscribe to his Patreon at patreon.com slash Livestream. Music by Dr. Dobbler. You can find him on SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify at dr.dobbler, no spaces. You can check out the comedy podcast I do with Dr. Dobbler on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts by searching for The Stanley and Branley Show. Send any thoughts or questions for us or topics you want us to discuss with Michael to onceuponatimeinpod at gmail.com. All submissions will be anonymous. Links to everything mentioned can be found in the podcast description.